Hello, hello, hello. It's Friday, baby. I am your host, Lady T, and I am here with host Mr. Know-It-All and Star on the Go. Star, I understand you're out on the go today. Tell us where you're at. Hey, Lady T, how are you today? I'm good, thank you. Hope everything is going well. I understand you're on the go today. Yeah, I was on the go today, even though it's raining here in New York right now on this beautiful Friday. Uh, I always welcome the rain. I love rain. <laughs> I actually am out in the street. Well, right now I'm indoors now, um, but I was out at Dyker Heights in Brooklyn for the Christmas spectacular houses of the lighting of all the beautiful homes for Christmas. Wow, that's wonderful. It's a place I really actually have to go and check out myself. I've never been there. Oh, yes. So beautiful. Uh, All the homes, they all participate. I don't know if it's a community thing, um, but I do know that mostly 90% of the houses in a a 10 or 12 block radius. Wow. Yeah, they all decorate. And and I believe they probably start sometime in September or maybe earlier because these homes are so detailed with the uh, lighting and the uh, statues. And it's so amazing. I can imagine what their light bill is like. <laughs> I, I So I'm, it's not one particular house then. It's going to be, what, several homes in a row? Oh, several homes. There's blocks and blocks of it. And oh. now if one person doesn't participate, shame on them because <laughs> they, they stand out like a sore thumb, you know, if they don't participate. But the homes are so beautiful and it, it's just so amazing. And I recommend that everyone goes there. You know, you could get there from all the five boroughs and outside of New York as well, um, in New Jersey or Philly or Pennsylvania. And, and this it, Brooklyn, right? Dyker Heights in Brooklyn. Dyker Heights in Brooklyn. Actually, it's between 111th Street and 13th Avenue. Wow. Yeah. And between... Um, 83rd and 86th Street. Mm. So those are the hot spots. Um, they also have a tour bus that goes to um, all the homes up and down the blocks of the homes. You don't know. Well, because it's a residential area, um, you would think that a lot of parking would be available due to the fact that most homes have driveways. But mm-hmm. It's hard to find parking because everyone comes here from all over. So if you find your spot, you know, lucky you. And if not, I would recommend just taking the train. You could take the D train to 79th Street. And that would probably put you the closest, but it's still quite a walk. Oh, wow. Yeah, because you said 111th Street? Yes. Yeah, that's a number of blocks. But, you know, I actually, I hadn't heard of it. Um, I was not familiar, but I Googled it. And wow, what pops up? They have every single imaginary Christmas theme. They have Santas, they have snowmen, they have reindeer, they have the wooden soldiers, angels. I saw the little drummer boy, a choir, anything that you can imagine, you name it, anything Christmas is visible there. So that is definitely a sight to see. And it yes, it looks like a lot of lights. <laughs> so, oh, yes, a lot of lights. It's, it very it, it brightens up the whole part of Dyker Heights, Brooklyn, which is part of Bensonhurst. 
That's wonderful. Wow. And this, you know, Dyker Heights is just one aspect of Christmas themes in New York. Um, I know that the Rockefeller Center tree recently went up and I actually had the opportunity to go see it. It was wonderful and as big and spectacular as you imagine. Um, I always love seeing it. I love Rockefeller Center. I love um, just the theme of it all with the people. And of course, there was a lot of people there in the area because that is the thing that everyone comes to see in New York at this time of year. I saw um, Radio City. People were online waiting to go see the Rockets show. So all these years that the Rockets has been performing at Rockefeller Center, I have never been to one of their shows. And I just found out that a friend of mine, daughter, is a Rockette. Wow. Wow. Yes. That's the reason you have to go. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to try to get some free tickets. How's that? <laughs> Good luck. Because I have an inside scoop, huh? I'm sure people buy those tickets way in advance. I don't imagine that you'd be able to just walk in and get a ticket. Um, hopefully, maybe like for the Broadway shows, they have the Wednesday matinees. Maybe you're lucky enough that it could be like that. But I'm sure people plan from many months ahead to get tickets to see the Rockettes. And they come from all over. I think it's one of the big shows in New York City. And just like the Macy's windows, Macy's on 34th Street in Manhattan. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. People come from all around just to go to the windows. And obviously, if you're in on 34th Street in Macy's, you have to go into the store because I love that Macy's. That's obviously my favorite Macy's as in the Northeast. So, <laughs> yeah. And not only that, all the adjacent stores as well, they participate, you know, in the holiday store window decorations. And another thing, too, if you want some kind of fun guide of where to go to look at all different uh, type of uh, uh, Christmas decorations and spectacular Christmas season um, lighting and store windows and so forth, you can go to NYC Holiday Fun Guide, and that will direct you and show you where you can go just to uh, participate in some of the holidays, um, beautiful decorations and what they have out here. In wow, New York. thank you for sharing that because I was not aware of that. That's a website and, and what is it again? Can you just repeat it in case someone wants to hear it one more time? NYC Holiday Fun Guide. Go, I'm yeah. thankful you're here. I'm happy to talk to you. I'm gonna um, actually reach out to Mr. Know-It-All because in this episode, he also has to, uh, something he wanted to discuss. And we will definitely be back together again, all three of us, and the next episode of It's Friday, Baby. I'm looking forward to it. And thank you, Star. Ah, uh, thank you, Lady T. And have a great day. The you rest of the well. evening, shall I say. Yes. But enjoy, enjoy, enjoy it. Thank you, Star. Talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. How you doing, Mr. Know-It-All? What's going on in your world? Oh, I'm doing good. You know, it's uh, snowing. Is it snowing today? It is snowing. It is snowing today, yeah. We have I a few so. inches out there right now. Right. But hey, it's good for the holiday season. Good for Santa. Santa. So, uh, so um, it should be pretty good. Pretty good. So are you expecting to shovel, snowblow, or are you going to have somebody come and do that for you? You know, I... It's always good to get out in the weather and, uh, you know, get some good uh, air in you and 
have fun with the snow and get that out the way. And but um, it depends on how many inches. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so that's you got important. a point there. <laughs> but um, I'm hoping that the rain comes and washes some of it away, or the sun rises in the morning and melts it down. So we'll see how that goes. So what's going on with you? What you what you been looking at? What you been thinking about? Uh, I've been thinking about the holiday seasons coming up, and I'm excited because it really it seems like it's coming so fast. We're already uh, one week away from Christmas. And then one week from New Year's. So are you ready for the new year? Wow. End of the year, holiday shopping, all that's done. And now we got the snow. This is really turning out to be like the season for giving, yeah? The season for giving and greetings. <laughs> so I think that we all um, should be thankful, which we are, I'm sure. And um, keep it moving in anticipation for a very good new year. Right. So, speaking of the season of giving, interesting that people went out to see Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock, who are on tour, doing a comedy tour. And they started to do a comedy tour after the Chris Rock uh, debacle during the um, Oscars with the slap. So, they teamed up to do a comedy tour, and it's been well, really well received. How long has that been going on? Though? It's I'm been going on since the after the Oscars. I think it wow. started... Um, I guess the spring, after the spring. And they have a number of dates. So actually, I think one of their last concerts for this whole series was uh, this past weekend. And an interesting thing that happened was that Dave Chappelle, who was closing the set, said, and I quote, I am now going to introduce you to a friend of mine who is the richest man of the world, Mr. Elon Musk. And then when he came out, and you know, Elon Musk is a really strange looking man. He came out and the audience proceeded to boo for 10 whole minutes. Matter of fact, Elon Musk tried to speak and to make uh, some type of in, uh, attempt to speak to the audience and they continued to boo. So badly that Dave Chappelle started cursing at his own audience. Oh no. And now Elon Musk, is, this is Mr. Twitter, the, the gentleman who... Right. Purchased Twitter and there's a lot of controversy lately. People are not really that fond of him and what's going on with Twitter and what he's doing to the employees that work there. So uh, I'm sure that's what prompted the booing. Yeah, I would say. Matter of fact, Dave Chappelle, what he did was he said, you know what? I think many of the people that you fired are in the audience. So that kind of got a little bit of a laugh. But then he also said, well, you know, I'm noticing that most of the people that are booing you, Elon are the ones that are in the cheap seats. Wow. So. I'm surprised at that Very surprising, right? Because when you have people that come out to pay a ticket for your show, what what price it is or not, they actually got up and came to see you. So that's never appropriate to say uh, the cheap seats. I mean, that would offend me, honestly. Sure. If I I was in the audience and I happened to be whatever he considers the quote-unquote cheap seat. I think I would have walked out and sure. asked for my money back. And then at, on top of that, being that it was a big arena, so I'm, I'm guessing like, I don't know, two or 3,000 people. How could Dave Chappelle actually tell where the poos were coming from, number one? So he just took it as an opportunity to insult his audience, as you said, who paid you know their hard-earned money to come see him, to be entertained. Now, what do you think about being at a concert and then the comedian comes out 
and because of his point of view, his or her point of view, um, introduces someone who they admire, but you didn't bargain to see this person, nor would you even spend money to see them. What do you think of something like that? How would you react? I, I think that's a little intrusive. I mean, your mind is set on seeing the artist, the performer who you came to see, not someone else. Because for that matter, anyone can get on the stage, but that's not what you paid for your ticket for. Right. So I don't think I would like that, not at all. Um, and depending on um, if the person is, especially in case of Elon Musk, if he is unpopular, that wouldn't be a smart move. I don't sure. think so. So. Yeah, I think it reminds me of a concert I went to see. Uh, paid for a ticket to see Charlie Wilson, yes. to see Kim, the singer, to see uh, there was one other person. Tyrese? Joe. Oh, Joe. I'm sorry. Excellent singer. So it was a real heavy R&B concert. And Arsenio Hall, famed comedian, was the actual uh, host. And he brought people out in the audience. And, you know, he's used to that because he started his career as an opening act for for Patti LaBelle back in the uh, the 80s, right? Who doesn't remember Arsenio? Who doesn't remember Arsenio? And during his monologue, he said something because this is during the time he was on The Apprentice before Trump became president, he said something to the fact that Donald Trump is a bad man. You really don't want to mess with him. He is just a bad man. And the audience, which was predominantly African-American, said, F Donald Trump. And at that point, I think Arsene Hall was shocked because in his point of view, Donald Trump was a real important figure. But to the people that came to see Charlie Wilson, Kim, and Joe, they didn't care anything about Donald Trump. Yeah. It wasn't their prerogative to hear about him. Yeah. It was no importance. He was of no importance to them. They came to see who they came to see. And you said Charlie Wilson? Charlie Wilson. And Joe and Kim? Hey, there's no competition there. You have to go and just see the concert. There's no reason to even mentioned Donald Trump in that capacity. And this is before he was the president. Is that what before you're he was the president. It's almost like kind of like a homecoming, you know. Wow. This was a, a, a thing that was really close and intimate to the black community. And so Donald Trump, who has prior to becoming uh, president, had a, a really shaky relationship with the black community, specifically when you think of uh, the Central Park Five, he wanted them to go have the death penalty wow. way before they even, you know, any any trial ever had uh, went had gone through. He also had uh, discrimination cases against his organization in regards to people trying to rent apartments that he managed in New York City and Queens. Uh, so he did. He had a really bad a bad relationship with the black community as a as a whole. So to bring that person's name up or their persona up amongst you know, a homecoming crowd like that was really kind of strange to me. But again, it's about point of view. Is the point of view that Arsenio Hall, who had just gotten off of the, the Apprentice, that it was important to him that that person had power in his life. So I think it was very similar to what happened with um, uh, uh, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is looking at Elon Musk as a multi or the richest man uh, in the world. And he wanted to be in that atmosphere of that particular individual. And so he brought him on stage because he thought his figure is important to him. But it wasn't important to his audience. So which one you think is more important 
to Dave Chappelle? His audience or the people that he hangs around with? Well, I think that his audience should be more important. And to keep in mind, this happened in San Francisco, correct? Yes. I think that that's a mean thing because uh, the people that were laid off on Twitter and it was all the same communities. So he's, I mean, that just wasn't appropriate in any form or fashion. And you mentioned um, the Central Park Five. Right. right? Funny enough, fast forward 2022, Central Park entrance is now being renamed to honor those five teens who were convicted of rape falsely in 1989, actually. So that is really um, something when you think of how you said the perspective of Donald Trump at that time. And then now, 2022, they were falsely convicted. So you can't, if they're not, um, don't have the facts, they can't put these people in front of you and say, these are the people that you should worship or you should um, appreciate, especially not Donald Trump. And right now, not Elon Musk. Right. And interesting, another interesting fact about the Central Park Five, one of the um, uh, people, one of the young men in the Central Park Five, well, they're not so young anymore. He is actually running for state representative in the state of New York in the upcoming election. So things change over time. Interesting enough. And these are big cities. We're talking about New York City with yes. the Central Park Five. We're talking about Los Angeles with Elon Musk. So or San Francisco, yes. San Francisco, I'm sorry. Um, but that th- those are key cities. Yeah. And ironically, all of these key cities, so you have New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, I believe so, Chicago, and Atlanta are all headed by African-American um, mayors. First time in the history of the United States. That's interesting. Well, actually, I don't know about San Francisco. I think it's actually L.A. only. But this is an interesting thing. That's very interesting. Yeah, it was in San Francisco, actually. That right. was It was not Los Angeles. But um, it's still a key city. It's a major city. And it's important. So uh, this is the things we have to consider as, as people that you pay money, you go to see them. You have to be considerate of your audience. You really do. And I'm really, really surprised at Dave Chappelle, considering that he has already been in the news for other issues that people are, are looking at him with a with quote-unquote crook, crooked eye. Like, So this is not something that he needed to have under his belt. Right. <laughs> I don't but uh, as a lot of people say, I don't think that he, at this point in his career right now, he, he doesn't... Some people say this. He doesn't care about what the public thinks. Really? He's really on this uh, anti-woke which is Elon Musk's thing. He's on this whole anti-woke kick. He believes that censorship or cancel uh, culture should be a thing that is not um, relevant relevant or exercised. He believes free speech, you should be able to say anything to anyone and words can hurt. That's 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 his particular philosophy or stance that he's taken. I think because he's a comedian and that is with how he based his whole profession on, with freedom of speech. But with the cancel culture, I mean, you can't just take people and abuse them. And it's just not... Even if you were sitting in the audience and he did a a joke that was offensive directed to you, some people don't like that. So it depends. I mean, I understand that the freedom of speech issue and that he should be able to speak freely, but he is not able to hurt a particular audience. I don't agree with that. 
Right. And then, you know, one of the issues I, I, I think was the most interesting, two things that happened from this was, number one, okay, so if Elon Musk is his friend and it's his, you know, his performance and he wants to bring him out, okay, that's fine. But what people objected the most with to was the fact that when the audience booed for the 10 minutes, he started cursing out the audience going, F you. And then he started insulting his audience. It's just the people in the cheap seats. They're bad planners. That's what he said. So he took issue with the fact that the people voiced how they felt about Elon Musk, which was in their right. You bore him on a stage. No one can stop you from doing that. But then they just let you know, we don't like him. Well, but then when you, when they voice their opinion that they don't like him, you insult them. Would insult it, your audience. Do you think that it would have been, and, and maybe no, not appropriate to say, hey, I have a special guest. Do you guys want to see, do you guys want to, um, Mr. Elon Musk to come out? And then they, he would have got the answer right there. He wouldn't even, because Elon Musk came out, and I think he did one of his quotes, I'm rich. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you can't forget that. Right, yeah. You know? That is and, very and true. That That's what he Dave did. Chappelle. And so the audience is like, wait a minute, what is this fake person doing out here? Yeah. <laughs> and, and people don't like that. They don't like fake. No. Yeah, yeah. That uh, That was part of it, I think. That was part of it. And again, it was that venue, San Francisco. So these people were, that, that community, as you said before, was it? impacted or they know people close to him that was impacted because you know he just laid people off and and just just his whole attitude in regards to the platform right. so that that uh that was very very interesting yeah i thought it was very good so with that i guess we can go on to the next topic because even though that was heavy i, I like dave Chappelle and i'm really surprised at that um i'm hoping that that's not something that's a permanent fixture in his routine or performance. But um, we'll see. Only time will tell. Yeah, we'll see. Forward. So with that being said, um, what we normally do this time, we do a music selection. Um, oh, today, what, what do we have today? I don't know. There's so many wonderful songs. We usually pick one from the catalog of Ruby Blue Records and Entertainment. I love that label. <laughs> what do they got today? Today. Let's Can we see. get two songs? We can. Why don't you we suggest can. them? Oh, wow. So in the spirit of uh, what's going on in, in regards to uh, free speech and, uh, uh, you know, people voicing their opinions, how about we do Going to Make a Change? I can't tell you how to live your life. <laughs> <laughs> I but think you agree. dying just don't, don't seem, seem right. right. <laughs> so well. Going to Make a Change is one of my favorites. I'm a fan. I said it before, but I thank you, man, for 
Present the views, thoughts, opinions of any agency and/or platform. The material and information presented here is for general information and entertainment purposes only. It's Friday, baby. Name and all forms and abbreviations are the property of its owners, and its use is not an endorsement or opposition to any specific organization, product, or service. <laughs>